Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to Breaking, Breaking Wind. going really well thank you gosh it's been a while hasn't it i know my fault well, <laughs> i've been being a bit you know flaky no i mean <laughs> i've enjoyed the break as well i'm not gonna lie yeah but it's just so busy <laughs> so busy <laughs> people to see place to go yeah, so it's nice to nice to be back, but yeah, I can't promise that this will be a regular thing. <laughs> in that, like, we'll have some FaceTimes, but the recording, I think it's, I think it's like the, um, even though it's only one movie, and obviously it's easier than doing <laughs> breaking. What did we do? Breaking twenty part one. <laughs> I was gonna say breaking wind. <laughs> breaking wind. Yeah, it's still like crazy hectic trying to find like even just, you know. Even, basically because it's obviously a film that usually we're just like uh <laughs> yeah exactly and you've got to like break it up into several parts and then it's taking over like three days of your life <laughs> but we love doing the podcast <laughs> the podcast just, is the best bit i just don't like doing the work we before love it, it. <laughs> yeah i'm not about the work <laughs> maybe maybe we'll just maybe we'll just talk about movies that we remember seeing a while ago and not actually what <laughs> <laughs> I like how you folded your arms as you said that. It was so assertive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got my full view of of my video here. (laughs) Don't I look great in my dressing gown? Yeah, you look very, um, like, CEO chic. Speaking of CEOs, Elizabeth Holmes. Theranos. Theranos. What we're doing here, this is an inflection point for the company. Green juice, Theranos, Theranos. This is an exciting step forward. Um, So if anyone's not watching The Dropout or hasn't heard of Elizabeth Holmes, then you are missing out. Get on it, it's so good. Oh my goodness. Uh, I feel like we, you and me, were so ahead of the curve when it came to inventing Anna and The Dropout. Yeah. Because... We knew, because of Just the Gist podcast, Rosie and Jacob taught us, we knew about Anna Delvey, mm-hmm. and we knew about Elizabeth Holmes before it was cool to know about them. Yeah. Before it was Net- Netflix and Disney, we knew it before then from podcasts. Just waiting for those TV shows to drop. Yes. Ready for it. Yeah, amazing. Amanda Seyfried's doing a good job. She's, She's so well. good. She does like the starey eyes really well. And if anyone's watching Dead the show eyes. and they're not sure like how similar to Elizabeth it is, there's another show called, and it's a documentary, um, Out for Blood, and you can like yeah. compare the voice and the <laughs> look, the black turtleneck look and everything. Classic. I actually looked up a video of Elizabeth Holmes on YouTube where it was an interview from the time um, that she gave to, oh, I've lost you. There, got you again. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, Elizabeth Holmes, there was there was this video of her from the time when it was all happening, and she, um, she, what am I saying? <laughs> the, the, oh yeah, the interview <laughs> was basically her, her talking about the concept that she'd come up with, mm. and basically said, and all you need is one one drop of blood, and um, <laughs> and then that's all you need, blah, 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 to do all these tests and et cetera, et cetera. And it's so amazing reading the YouTube comments from the time, like not since, you know, since the show and since everything's come out about her and she's gone going to jail. Mm. From the time, somebody commented on it saying um, something like, oh, I can't wait to see Jennifer Lawrence play her in the movie about her rise and fall. And I was like... <gasps> 
Jenna Florence is going to play her in a movie that's coming out like next year. What? And this person not only predicted that Jennifer Lawrence would be playing her, but that she would even have a fall because at that point she was only on the rise. That's so weird. This person. It was eerie to read. I was like, because it was yeah. We what start a clever. Start hiring that person to do like um. <laughs> or the, or the, what, you know when they, like, sometimes in the 80s, the police, like, hired, like, a mind-readery person to, like, tell them where bodies could be found yeah. for murders. <laughs> Can we employ them for that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they still do that, you know, in some places. I don't understand. I do. Like, how they're like, it's our last things. resort, but we're, but we, you know, we're going to do it. It's, it's the plan, like, Z. But I'm like, but still. Yeah. It's, um, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but my favourite one of those, like, fraudsters is, um, Tyler Perry, Hollywood Medium, where he turns up to the celebrity's house and he's like, I have no idea which celebrity I'm going to see today. <laughs> and then he and turns someone up and he massive. not to recognise, <laughs> someone huge, and he pretends not to recognise them, and he's like... Oh, you! Oh, you were in a band, or oh, you're an actor. Oh, I didn't know. And it's like, <laughs> okay. And then when I mean, it was, it was an absolute joke when he did the Kardashians because I knew all of the stuff that he was talking about yeah. and guessing, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> I loved what it's, I love. But jokes on me because I'm watching it and I'm getting in the comments. <laughs> so, but I'm an ironic viewer. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still a view, and it's still That's money something. in his pocket. That was a that was a Mitchell and Webb sketch, I think. They were like, well, we'll still get lots of people who ironically view it. And they were like, how do the ironic viewers show up in the ratings? They were like, they don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, dear. So, yeah. Oh, just quickly, I just wanted to acknowledge, obviously, there's a lot of stuff happening in the world right now mm-hmm. and we're sending love we obviously want this podcast to be escapism so we're not going to go into anything generally yeah. but sending love to all well said jackie thank you thanks yeah um and now i feel bad at the beginning of the podcast that i was like <laughs> whinging about like oh watching a movie a week, <laughs> a week and and doing a nice podcast with my nice friend like your, shut up your Sam. problems are valid. I'm, tired. <laughs> I'm tired too. i'm just it's just because i'm tired <laughs> I, it's been a big week <laughs> i woke up this morning and i went yes it's friday and put my alarm on snooze and that rolled back over and molly was like yeah you're doing the podcast i was like oh shit i have to get up right now <laughs> I do feel bad because you always get the, the morning shift. I I should probably um definitely volunteer to do that at some point. Oh look, but the thing is, like, oh. you probably have to leave the house a lot earlier, and like, I'm working from home now anyway, so your morning shift would be insane compared to what I'm doing. I'm only up at seven; it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I'm just the confusion because okay. first I was like, "Yes, Friday, extra sleep." No, gotta get no, gotta get up right now. <laughs> Get up and talk about a movie. <laughs> but we did finish it. Um, did finish it last night. I did. How many before we reveal which movie it is? How many uh, shifts did you have to watch it? Only two. How many goes? Only two. Okay. But I probably my concentration was less in the second one for sure. Yes, definitely. So. I mean, I'm happy to do the one-minute summary if you want yes! me to uh, do that. Yes, please. <laughs> so this is the movie that we've been wanting to do for ages because we went to see it. You and me went to see it in the cinema. Did we see it when in the cinema? Out. Oh, my God. We saw it in the cinema. I can't believe we and threw our money away so like just... that. <laughs> like, I remember that we saw it together, <laughs> didn't we, to the cinema. <laughs> I remember it so distinctly that we were just... The, the sort of, at the end, when the lights came up, just the look <laughs> on both of our faces of just utter, like, utter confusion. <laughs> what on earth did we just watch? And so the movie that we did this week is Downsizing, mm-hmm. starring Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. And... Uh, so... The summary... 
So, amazing concept. Okay, amazing concept. So, I do agree. The world is in trouble in terms of global warming. Side note, we'll talk about that later. All our movies seem to have a global warming angle. Bullshit anyway, movies. We'll get to that. Yeah. So, there's global warming. The world is using up all its resources. They need to come up with something. So these scientists come up with this genius idea where they shrink people down they come up with the technology they shrink them down so that they're about five inches tall or smaller tiny tiny and then they start these sort of colonies of the tiny people and they hardly use any waste and they hardly use any resources and they sort of keep them in like a dome um really sorry i think i burped i don't know how loud it was oh, <laughs> i like... didn't hear it <laughs> and it's I totally on brand anyway yeah, it's totally on brand, breaking wind and stuff. But anyway, so they're in these colonies and the dome's over them to sort of protect them from things. And then this develops into sort of like an industry where they advertise the sort of tiny colonies and tiny like villages and uh, places where people can live. And the point of it is that not only is it good for the planet, but your money goes so far if you shrink yourself yourself down so if you're an average joe in the real world then you shrink yourself down and you're a billionaire or millionaire (laughs) and you live in a mansion and you don't have to work it's amazing so matt damon and Kristen wig husband and wife they decide to do this and they go into the procedure they get in there and they're just about to do it and then he does it and he wakes up in recovery and she phones him from the airport she's still normal size and she's like i couldn't go through with it and it's irreversible (laughs) what a way to dump somebody my god so that happens and then he just kind of lives his life he has to move down to his bachelor pad in a block of flats because he can't afford the still nice though still a lovely lovely place Mm. yeah and there's all these funny things of like I really like the different like size things like almost little jokes they have so they had a little box that was just sort of a like not very big like a box that they had where they can put keepsakes in like wedding rings and stuff but then that turns into a truck like <laughs> in the tiny world like a truck that they put and like bring all their keepsakes and that's I really like that mm-hmm. anyway but then the second half of the movie it starts to go weird he meets a sort of a lady who was uh, Vietnamese and she was like a dissident is that the right word yeah where or she or they were trying to enter the country um and they were like hidden in a tv box and loads of people died and then she was a survivor and then she spoke out about stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff and she yeah and then Christoph Waltz appears and just a party boy and then Matt Damon takes some drugs and then and then it they go to Norway and they're on a boat and they're like oh no the world's ending for real now so the original Norway guy who came up with the first colony was like oh well we we can go in this underground cave so you can come and we'll, we'll survive and we'll be fine and then they're gonna go into the cave and then that Christoph Waltz is like, Matt Damon, what are you doing? It's a cult. Like, they're all going to kill each other down there. <laughs> and then Matt Damon's like, shut up. And then he starts to go in and then he's like, no. And he, like, loves the lady who I mentioned earlier. And then they kiss. And then that's it, really. Yeah. <laughs> he, he... I don't really know how to describe the second half of the movie. Almost possibly. joins a hippie cult, basically. And then changes his mind at the last minute which is so funny because I remembered him going into the bunker and then I don't remember him coming out I thought he committed to it. so I was like oh surprise ending for me <laughs> yeah I what were your impressions of it this time round compared to the first time round the first half of the movie was slower than I remembered it like it took a bit of time to get into it but I did really yeah. notice that all the big names like um Oh my god, what's his face from How I Met Your Mother? What's his name? Oh, um, Barney Stinson, aka... 
Oh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah. He was in it, um, Kristen Wiig and all that. Like, most of them, the big names, were in the first half of the movie. And I was like, did they only get the first half of the script? And they didn't know where the rest of the movie was going. Yeah. Because <laughs> the second half is a bit <laughs> whack. Very whack, yeah. But I, I have to say, I think because... Well, first of all, I knew what was coming, so I was, I was more prepared for it, so it was Oof. a little bit less bizarre. And I think the first time round, the character of, like, um, the Vietnamese lady... I can't remember her name, I feel really bad. But she... She was a very... She's a very odd, quirky mm. character... But I was kind of more used to her the second time round. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of was thinking, before the second half of the film happened, I was thinking, yeah, okay, your money goes further, but then if everyone shrinks down, won't it just become the world, a.k.a. poor people and people, you know, like there will be a wealth gap and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And that did happen in the second half, and they showed, like, um, really poor communities and mm-hmm. how they didn't have access to healthcare and I was like actually no it is a clever idea to show the reality in that way of like showing like actually humanity often like I mean that's that's kind of yeah a comment on society and I thought it was yeah. actually quite clever but it's when they got all, to all the stupid hippie cult stuff yeah. I was just like this is too much unnecessary serve the story yeah yeah yeah, I agree. I think it was yeah. really cool to show that kind of, like, ghetto bit where everyone was kind of shoved in together and they were, like, collecting, um, like, leftovers from restaurants at the end of the day to feed everyone and stuff. Mm. And it, how it was, like, this sort of, like, drilled hole through the wall that surrounded the community and they just had this small little outpost, didn't they? Which was kind of thrown yeah. together. Because you do think, like... There would probably be people who were getting shrunk down illegally to try and like escape something or um or to mm. or to be punished. I think she was shrunk down to be punished for something, I'm not sure. Um and like it's a really easy way to like traffic people and stuff like that as well and then like those communities have mm. to find somewhere to put them, even though they have no money. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was actually better than I remembered it in that mm. way, but then it's just the the cult stuff. I was just like, what does this add? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's really it weird. Comment on anything? No, it, yeah, it feels. I I was really stuck between like the writer wanting to like make some kind of big point about global warming, like oh you can try and do this stuff, but it's already too late. So like, you know, we we yeah. need to do something really 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 drastic. Or it was supposed to be this huge ironic thing and we were supposed to be laughing at it, but it just didn't play out very well. No, (laughs) didn't quite get there Mm. on either. And like we said, we've said it so many times when talking about this movie off the podcast, we've said the the trailer only shows the first half of the movie pretty much. And it, it looks like, oh my God, what a quirky, fun idea. Like, what a cool movie. And it's, yeah, and I I think they should have just subtitles. pursued that more because it's such a cool concept. Like you said, like it would have been way more yeah. interesting just to see them do a deep dive into that concept rather than take it yeah. off on a whole different thing. Like I loved all, like I said, I loved all the like the size jokes. So there would be like there was a giant rose in his bachelor pad that took yeah. up most of the room, and they were and they were like oh my god a real flower and he's like yeah I got it from the like the real flower mart or the full size flower mart down yeah. the road and it's just one rose that it takes up most of the room and I just loved all that I love all that stuff yeah like it's so fun yeah and his kind of like struggle with dating as well because presumably most people who were downsizing they said it was only like three percent of the world had done it so yeah. it's like not that many people already but most people are probably doing it with their families and stuff so there's not going to be huge dating prospects oh when he was on the date it was painful to watch yeah like when he was, he was on a date with this single single mom that he'd like had clearly they had no sexual chemistry mm-hmm. whatsoever and it was just so painful to watch it's horrible, like, oh it? god <laughs> Oh, that she like dumped him at the end of the day. I was like, oh, 
cringe. <laughs> it's like the yeah the pool as you sh- as you shrink the pool has shrunk you know yeah as you go like you say because yeah um but i just can't like the f- the <laughs> the phone call when she's telling him that she backed out how, what a bitch she was because she was just like i'm really upset here don't you know yeah. it's like you're upset you're upset <laughs> She handled it so badly, um, didn't she? Just being like, can so you please bad. not yell at me right now? I'm going through a lot. I was like, I just irreversibly shrank myself to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> now, the big question is, mm. big question, would you be shrunk? Um, it's, it's really tempting because you'd be so rich. But the mm. thing that I was questioning the whole time is like, Apart from, obviously, you kind of find out later because they've got, like, the poorer people who come in illegally or whatever. I don't really understand Mm. who does all the maintenance jobs and the building and, like, surely there's not enough people to do all of that stuff if everyone, like, Mm. liquidates their assets, becomes millionaires, and then they just want to, like, play tennis or lounge in the pool all day. Who does all the, like, shit-kicker jobs? I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I think... I think I would only do it if I was, if I knew that everyone I know was doing it. You want to go with a group of people, I think, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you just, especially if like all your, like loads of friends and family are still big, and then like they had that dinner party where he was little, and then he went to his, no, his friend was little, and they were full sized and they had a dinner party and they were just chatting to this like tiny person on the table. Counter. So <laughs> like, funny. It was so so weird. Yeah. Yeah, that was really uh, funny. I don't know, it's Do you remember it seems oh, like Tony, you go. No, I was just gonna say it seems like a good idea, but like you say, like if everyone does it then it becomes the norm. And also if you ever did have to do a job like you're not mm. gonna be rich anymore because you're gonna get paid relative to your size, then you're not gonna get paid relative to being like a huge human. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Do you remember Honey I Shrunk the Kids? The yes, movie? yes. Oh, I it's a great loved movie. it. I think that's where they got the idea. You know, must be. Yeah. <laughs> classic movie i used to love it i still love it i want to watch it again yeah it's awesome (laughs) it's so good it's just like it oh i just used to like just uh, there's so many bits from it that i remember just like where there's like he's like eating a bowl of cereal like a cheerios and that like one of them's in the cheerios and like (laughs) puts the spoon up to his face he's like oh my god <laughs> oh yeah they're really tiny aren't they i feel like they ro- rode around on an ant and they were trying to escape yes. the scorpion or something <laughs> yeah let's just what do you think about ant-man because i think it's the most stupid power oh i haven't seen the... it it's good because it's paul rudd and michael douglas mm. so it's like a fun movie but i'm like i still don't fully understand how being able to shrink that small is helpful. No, <laughs> like, I don't really get that. No. Unless you could, There's like... something about it, but... Crawl into a fuse box and then, like, I don't know, mess with the electricals, maybe. You could do stuff like that. But I don't really yeah. understand otherwise how it would be useful. And, spoiler alert, but in one of the Ant-Man movies, he then grows, like, giant. He goes the opposite way, and I'm like, this is, like, you're not cheating. Ant-Man of your... Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a cheating... Um, but I have to say Paul Rudd is the real marvel of science how has he not aged all of this time (laughs) it's amazing he looks better than he did back in the day anyway I was thinking that about someone else recently oh um, Hilary Duff she's doing How I Met Your Father oh yeah and she looks the same exactly the same oh my gosh speaking of How I Met Your Father so uh, Samantha from Sex and the City is in that. Really? And she made the wise, wise decision not to star in And Just Like That. Mm. My God. Have you seen it? No. Have we talked about it? No, 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 no. I haven't, I haven't seen it at all. Oh. So it's the, the, it's the follow-on from Sex and the City. Yeah. Including the movies. Like, it's them, like, 
however many years later. Is it a new se- series, like a show? Oh. Like, they did 10 episodes, and Samantha, the actress, refused to be in it because her and Sarah Jessica Parker, Jessica Parker hate each other. I did hear and about she also that, said, yeah. like, Yeah. And it very wise decision for her not to join because it was... Well, it was garbage, but as everyone's saying on Twitter and stuff, bring another series immediately. I want another series. Because <laughs> it's like one of those things you just can't look away from. It's amazing. <laughs> like, awful, awful. Oh, my terrible. God. Why? It's... I mean, Mr. Big dies in... The, this isn't a spoiler. In, like, the first episode. that it happened. In, like, the first episode. Yeah. But he dies on a peloton. He gets off a peloton and dies... And then Peloton were like, what What the F? Like, we did. We gave you permission to use the Peloton in the show, but you never told us that oh, he no. was going to die because of a Peloton. So then they made an advert with Mr. Big and Ryan Reynolds as a voiceover, like a revenge advert, basically, seeing like, oh, Peloton's for, you know, it was a funny advert. But then a few days later... Chris North, the actor, was accused of like sexual assault. What? So then they had to pull that out as well. So it's like, yeah. So he's he's cancelled. But Peloton <laughs> were just like, oh, I can't catch a break here. Like we oh we like we kill him and then we do an advert with him and then he's accused. So oh, no. <laughs> Peloton are just like, fuck's sake. <laughs> it's hilarious though. Not him, obviously, but no. yeah, Peloton's a predicament. Though. That's awful. <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh my god. I know crazy what a knob what a knob what a knob i don't (laughs) sam's take sam's take take. what a knob (laughs) i don't understand why they still decided to go ahead after um samantha refused to be a part of it like wouldn't you just be like all right well we can't do it then yeah and the the um our favorite uh podcasters who inspired our whole podcast series Mm -hmm. and tim and guy they, as obviously they watched Sex and the City 2 and Sex and the City 1. They've done a watch along of the series, which has been amazing. Yeah, cool. Just like that. And they always make the point of throughout the whole series, every single episode, they will not let Samantha just go. They're, they bring her up. Every, Carrie's always texting her and she's, you know, texting back. And then oh, no. the final episode is her being like a text to Samantha being like, do you want to meet for cocktail tonight? And then Samantha's like, Yes, and it's just like, no, like, just leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> just let her leave the show, like, you know? <laughs> Trying to, like, ride her in all the time. Oh, dear. Yeah. I know. And Miranda, Miranda explores her sexuality by cheating on Steve. I, I'm totally going into the spoilers now, so if anyone hasn't <laughs> watched it, then whoops. <laughs> but... Sorry, I'm not sorry, because I just have to get it off my chest. Um, but yeah, so she cheats on Steve and is exploring her sexuality. Mm-hmm. And she's just, yeah, it's just, just not good. But I mm. want another series ASAP. <laughs> uh, have you been watching anything like that? Um, Byron Bay's. Oh my god! Yes. Have you watched it? I'm on episode. I've watched six episodes. Six oh, out of I think eight. that's probably oh like God. similar to me. I think I like was up to seven yes. potentially. Yeah. It is so amazing. It is one of the best the shows second. I've ever seen. The chick ever. who's just like, I'm like a very spiritual person, and then her like <laughs> glass mansion behind her, and you're like, you don't know anything. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my god, you got me a hot pink crystal. The first ever crystal I bought myself was hot pink. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's, it's so amazing. And then you've got the bitchy older guy who's the manager of um, influencers. <laughs> and he's like, Jade totally bought all of his followers. Like, he, yeah. all of his followers. Like, he is so blah, blah, blah. And it's, oh my God, I, I just have to read to you. So for anyone listening that hasn't heard of it, Byron Bay is the place in Australia that is very hippie but not hippie like real good hippies like legit like influencers expensive like thinking that they're all spiritual so (laughs) so i i've been reading the imdb um reviews of it and one of the best reviews i saw 
one out of ten. Unfortunately, no murders. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> but the, the review has been marked by IMDb as like, warning, spoilers. Because like he say, they're saying that there's no murders. That's so this funny. Is, I watched it. <laughs> I watched episode four and no murders yet. Don't bother. This is awful and actually embarrassing. I hope people don't overseas don't think this microcosm of Australia is typical. It's not. The rest of us pi- find people like this highly irritating. Beautiful place, but this show, uh, no. Mm-hmm. And then, but then the best, the best review was the one that gave it nine out of ten, oh. and they said. <laughs> Thought-provoking drama with excellent characters. <laughs> this series, so it's obviously a piss take, which I love. This series features inspirational young adults with good moral and ethical values. <laughs> they prioritise making the community around them better and sacrificing their own well-being, which makes altruistic selflessness their primary flaw. It's really refreshing to see driven, sharp, gratuitous people that serve as great role models for the younger generations and represent the best of Australia's modern culture to a worldwide audience. The script is well written. I cycle between crying and being on the edge of my seat in every episode. I, I couldn't recommend this enough. A truly groundbreaking series. That's fantastically written. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, it is so good. It's on Netflix for anyone who's wanting... Oh just my goodness. Absolute... It is just gar- garbage. shocking. And when she does the um, sound healing session at her party, <laughs> it's when she's just like crying. And she's like, doing yeah, like a was... weird dance. <laughs> And then the old bitchy guy is like, it's like the handmaid's tale in here. <laughs> He's so funny, but I don't get why he hates Jade so much. Like, I really like Jade. So Jade is this big time influencer. Mm. He's like the number one influencer in Australia, has like loads of followers. Well, no. So he claims. So he claims. So he claims. So he claims. <laughs> but then the bitchy guy is always like, Hmm, there's something off about him. I don't like it. There's something off about him. And basically, all that I can figure out is that he doesn't like him because he's way more successful than he'll ever be. Yeah. Well, Jade actually said that he tried to get Jade as, like, a talent yeah. for him to manage. And Jade, Jade said no, so I think he's just bitter, really bitter about <laughs> Definitely. it. Definitely. Oh, so funny, though. It's like... Oh, I just love it. So bad. <laughs> and Simba, I cannot... Simba, um, I don't see myself as an influencer. I see myself as, as an inspirer. Yes. <laughs> like, what bullshit! Off, what bullshit! And he's Fuck like, off. I used to work in the corporate world, but now I'm surrounded by love, and I do yoga sessions. <laughs> oh, All he's just, done is like oh, grown his hair out long, and now he wears those singlets with like the really big armholes in them, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's the only change. Yeah. Uh, so you're moving to Brisbane soon, which is very exciting. Yes. Not far from Bar- Byron Bay. So yeah. Pop along. Just pop it, is down a, there. it is a lovely place. There's no beach there lovely anymore. There's no point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the beach was washed away in a storm last year. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh they might God. have like reconstructed it now. Um, but it was, it was, yeah, it was hit by a really bad storm and like a lot of the beach was destroyed. Oh. Yeah. Property value. So all you, all you've got left is insufferable influences. Exactly. Exactly. And and the hem, and the Hemsworths. Oh my God. This ties in perfectly with this movie because (laughs) I saw Matt Damon in 2019 in Byron Bay driving oh. in a car oh my gosh he's visiting yes. the Hemsworth and I saw Matt Damon and he stopped at the um like zebra crossing thing for me to cross across the road that's so mad. that is how we that's how we link it together with the back to the movie Matt Matt Damon was you know this one time like Jackie I was literally in Byron Bay and I like literally saw Matt Damon it's just <laughs> Like oh my gosh! Like I just cannot even. Oh my God. You know? I remember when you t- when you told me about that. That's just crazy. But that's that's what Byron Bay is like as well. Yeah. Just run into famous people. Celebs home. everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So just circling oh. back to the movie really quickly. Did you find it weird yeah. that Matt Damon slept with the Vietnamese chick? 
Because, well, I found it weird that he kissed her when she had her eyes closed and she was basically asleep. I know. And gave no indication to him that she wanted to be Where's kissed. Where's the consent? I was like, I was like ew. Mm. What? Yeah, that there was no chemistry or any kind of hint that no. they were even... She was just bossing him around. It really came out of nowhere and I just thought it was so unnecessary. Like, a boy and a girl... Or a man and a woman mm. can be friends and not have to have this like romantic yeah. storyline forcefully woven yeah. in. Yeah, I don't know. It's exactly. weird. Yeah, it it was just so stupid. Mm. <laughs> Basically, yeah. They, I kind of like. I kind of quite liked how she was bossing him around. I found it quite funny. Yeah, like, when she was just like, get on with it, you know, because he's he's. I think. His whole life, he's been very like, oh, like, a bit me. Yeah, yeah, and she's kind of just like, get on with it. So I quite like that. Yeah. But yeah, there was just zero chemistry at all, and a weird, unconsented. And she also kiss. looked like ten to twenty years younger than him as well. I just, it was really throwing yeah. me off. Mm. The whole thing. So let's go with best and worst actor picks. Ooh. Um, best might be um, oh you knew the name of him but I can't remember the rich Serbian guy who was that Christoph Waltz yes I liked him yeah I bloody loved him yeah (laughs) next time if I'm having a party and it's annoying you just come and speak to me neighbour to neighbour don't go through all the reporting to the building you know you don't need to do that yeah (laughs) or even better come and join the party yeah (laughs) Yeah, he was great. And worst. I have to think about that. <laughs> There's a few choices. Hmm. I think, I think the best. I think yeah, probably best was Christoph Waltz. Uh, worst. Maybe Matt Damon. You know, he didn't. He didn't really convince me. He didn't really do a didn't sell great it. job. Hmm. There were a few characters who popped up in cameos that I really enjoyed, which was uh, Captain Holt's sister, Debbie, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, was the one who was, like, when they were going to look at the tiny land, she was like... Oh, she was selling it to them. Yeah, she was selling it to them. Yeah, okay. And Donna from... Is it Donna from My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was the one doing the consent video before they had the procedure? Um, Paula, yes. So I don't... Why do I always I think it's Paula? Pa- I, I think it's why. Paula. I don't know what her I real name Paula, is. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah so that she was great. That. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. <sighs> West. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I fa- I did uh, certainly find Matt Damon a bit uninspiring. Yeah. Oh, I just... So my... No- oh, and Laura Dern was in it. I love Laura Dern. Who's that? In the bathtub. In the bathtub. Oh, she yeah, yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park and... All of those, yeah, love that. Uh, oh, I just wrote down so much anxiety. The build-up to them having the procedure, I was so... It, like, the idea of it was just stressful. Mm-hmm. So stressful to imagine, like, how stressed you would be, like, going, knowing that this was irreversible. Yeah, like saying goodbye to everyone and then getting in an argument with that guy at the bar. And I, I hated, like, the thought as well that when they went in for the procedure, someone could just make a mistake and then they would die. Because they went in and they have to, like, have everything shaved, like, all their hair shaved off, including their eyebrows. And then um, they, like, go through this dentist bit and they take all the fillings out. But it's like, oh, if someone just forgets or, like, doesn't realise, then that's it. Yeah. I thought they were just taking their whole... all their teeth out. And then I was like, why would that those bones like be affected oh yeah the other bones can shrink but it no that okay that makes more sense that they were mm. just taking the crowns and the fillings out yeah um yeah because they said someone's head exploded because they didn't take a thing out like, yeah oh. horrible what? yeah because if you think about it it would just be like a giant piece of metal in in your shrinking head i guess yeah, yeah horrible Ooh, weird uh what else do we do in this podcast? <laughs> like, in terms of... Oh, IMDb trivia. Yeah, and we give it the shit star rating. Yeah, okay. 
we'll get back into the swing of it. Um, uh, let's have a look. Right, trivia. Was filmed in a real Omaha Steaks production facility. What does that mean? That's rubbish. <laughs> um, uh, this is Alexander Payne's most expensive project, costing somewhere between... 65 million and 90 million. That's not that much, is it? Oh, for, for it a movie? Is. I don't know. For a movie, yeah. Yet it took less than $9 million at the US box office for opening weekend. <gasps> awkward. Uh, let's have a little look. Uh, there's not very good trivia, I won't lie. <laughs> One thing I was getting confused about is... You know when they're in Norway and they're towards the end when they're on the boat and they're with the original founder and they're on the boat and there's the beautiful mountains around mm. and they were saying like, oh, thousands of years of nature has created these mountains. But they're tiny, so what are these mountain things? Like the landscape around them? Yeah, it's it's like the scaling's all off, isn't it? Yeah. It's really... Unless there's like tiny rock unless they're just like rocks like big rocks rather than mountains i don't know i, I didn't get it i think they just got lazy towards the end and they thought yeah like <laughs> they thought if we put them yeah. really far away then it'll look like they're really small but it didn't really work and you can still see that they were normal sized uh, yeah i don't know i just think some of the scaling was really yeah. off at some points and there were parts where i was like but if a rose was that big then like you know a tambourine would be bigger than that <laughs> The tambourine bit, I was like, that tambourine is not big enough. <laughs> Where was the tambourine? I don't remember. They went. She um, she took them to church when they were like they ha- were handing food out all around like the the poor area, and then he was like, okay, yeah. now we can go home. And she was like, no, 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 now we go to church. And they went to church, and there were like people all singing and stuff, and someone was playing a real sized tambourine, but it was not big enough. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it would be absolutely massive compared to how small they are. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um, in ratings, what would you give it for the shit star? Probably like a two, and that's only because I enjoy the first bit. Mm. Yeah, and like Neil, was, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is like really forced salesman bit when he's like, "Yeah, what, honey? You bought all that diamond jewelry? How much did it cost?" Because he's trying to like sell all these big people on downsizing and like how rich you'll be and how cheap everything is, but it's like a really scripted sell. It's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would yeah, I was gonna say one and a half, but because I think. I enjoyed, like you say, I enjoyed the first half generally, and I enjoyed the second half more than I did the first time round. I'm mm. going to give it a two. Yeah. <laughs> a solid two. Um, but yeah, like we say, so... you know, it's got important messages like Titanic 2 and Sharknado have, which is <laughs> global warming. Okay? Yep. The, they were ahead of their time with these movies, <laughs> you know? I was just um, thinking when they went into the bunker, like, that's just going to become a weird sex dungeon. Like, it won't be long. Oh, yeah. There weren't that many oh, people yeah. going and down. Yeah, they'll... And then they'll kill each other. <laughs> and also, the thing that the thing that made him turn back and decide not to go into the bunker was he was like, so, um, how long is the walk? And he was like, oh, about 11 hours. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to walk for 11 hours. Yeah. And then the idea was that they were... They would go into the bunker and then they blew up the entrance to the tunnel. So then they, <laughs> they were they locked in. They literally could not escape. Yeah, yeah. which is insane. It's but the that's that it. They're just going to live there forever. They are, but it's the idea that actually the leader of the cult effectively made up. So he made up the lie that the world was going to end, basically, right? Because in order to get them down there. Hmm. Do you reckon? But that was the scientist guy who invented downsizing, wasn't it? Like, the leader? But didn't he go in the bunker too? Yeah, 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 he yeah. did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was making... I think he was exaggerating to get them into... <sighs> yeah, but I don't know if he was exaggerating for, like, 
personal reasons. I wonder whether he just got like caught up in his own research, you know, and became like a big mm, believer. Maybe. maybe. Cult leaders have to like semi-believe in their own stuff, don't they? <laughs> they do. Speaking of which, Twin Flames, great podcast <gasps> recommendation. So Thank good. you for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just annoyed it's that the so episodes good. are so short. <laughs> I know. It's like, and also that you have to wait because they're subscription. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when it comes out, you have to wait for the free one. But I'm like, I'm not paying for another subscription. Hell no, yeah. <laughs> no. Just wait an extra week. But it's uh, Rosa from Rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Stephanie Beatrice, yeah. who's the host. And these, the cult effectively is this married couple who are still just knocking around. Like, they do YouTube videos like, yeah. and everything. But they, they basically came up with this twin flame idea, which means that you have one twin flame in the world and then that's it. And if, if that person doesn't want you, you've just got to barrage them. And if they block you, it means that they are scared of how much they love you because they're your twin <laughs> so flame. So keep pursuing. It's literally like bloody Kanye West. Like that is it's the really vibe. Bad, isn't so it? Yeah. Very bad. Yeah. Uh, when he claims to be like I mean, the second coming of Christ as well. And I'm like, oh my God, uh, shut up shut up and the idea of there being one twin flame for like is just insane and scary and also it's great when people find who they think is like their soulmate in terms of like Hmm. you really love somebody and you're with them that's lovely nothing better but the idea of thinking like oh but there's only one (laughs) one what do they do they know how many people are in the world like how unlikely that is what if what if that person then dies like is that yeah. it like there's no twin flame like oh it's just crazy so funny oh yeah. yeah so that's i think it's funny the way they describe like their own relationship as being really tumultuous like oh when we first met like we used to argue all the time and she would throw things at my head and i'm like that sounds really toxic <laughs> It's really oh, what a great love affair you have! Like just attacking each other. What the hell? And now I just feel like oh, she's been brainwashed into into his sort of cult as well, and she just worships him because she believes that he's like this all knowing kind of person. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes mm. in the uh, in the story. Yeah, but... it's very gripping. Actually, I don't think I'm up to date with it, so I need to catch up. Yes, definitely. Mm. Uh, what else have I been listening to? Oh, it's always sunny podcast. They did a, a oh drop my God, the I other day. Still haven't listened to it. What am I doing with myself? What are you doing? It's like it's, I just keep forgetting it exists. I don't know why. Yeah. And then <laughs> someone will mention it, and I'll be like, "Oh right, yeah, I need to watch that." Yeah. They had one recently, so. D as in Caitlin Olsen isn't isn't on it, but mm. they had an episode where she popped in and it was really fun. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. very funny. Mm-hmm. We should have a think about um, what movie we're gonna do next. I just need to take mm. off dance, I think. And I hope I hope to be back soon, guys. I'm just, you know, it's just like so hectic. <laughs> <laughs> honestly don't worry i've felt that way as well i've been selling all of our furniture on gumtree i've got like different people coming to the house every day we've been like madly searching for an apartment we finally got one i'm so excited Um, oh my god you have that's amazing yes jackie it was the one that you said (gasps) okay so hot hot take everyone hot take um if jackie says something is going to come true then it happens (laughs) and this happened for my new job I texted her and said I've got an interview and she was like well you're gonna get it so don't even worry about it and I did and then I spoke to her and I was like look you said I was gonna get the job I just need to ask you a really important question will I get this apartment she was like I have a good feeling about it and then we got the apartment see you put it out into the universe and it comes back we were having such a hard time because um loads of apartments especially like but there's like a weird name for this like higher power in apartments and I can't remember I can never remember what they're called um but they like basically get to say like no pets or they're like yes pets 
but only if it's a fish or a bird. Or like, yes, pets, but only if it's uh, under 10 kilos, which is like, oh, well, we have a border collie, she's like nearly 20 kilos, <laughs> quite a lot more. Um, so Aww. we were like getting turned down a lot. Um, but we've got this awesome place. It's got a huge like court, like 30 meter squared courtyard for her to like run about in, which is awesome. And, um, and the building, I'm so excited for this. It's a little bit run down. It's not like as fancy as it sounds, but it does have a pool and a gym and a sauna. (gasps) And I'm like, so excited. Amazing. Yeah. That's so exciting. Brisbane's great. Oh, yeah. Although the exciting. gym is literally like this, like corridor with two treadmills and two bike machines. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, stuck but then out. you don't. And you don't have you don't have to pay for a gym membership. Like it's just yeah. Like, you just hop on the treadmill. Like it's great. Yeah, I'm very excited. Very excited. The pool was oh, the one we most wanted because it's so hot there. We wanted to like have somewhere that we could yeah. take a dip afterwards, but. You're going to proper Australia now, where the weather is oh, Australian. I'm so excited. <laughs> so done with Tasmania. And everyone who knows everyone, you're like, oh, I was talking to my friend. They're like, oh, yeah, that's my cousin. And you're like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be like, you'll be, because um, at the moment, like, you're big fish in a small pond. Mm. But you'll be in a huge ocean with cool, interesting fish. Yeah, <laughs> with the cool, interesting fish. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to feel like a proper city again, like in London, because it just feels, mm. yeah, very little here. So very excited. And Molly's never lived in a city before, so I think um, she's going to enjoy it. Wow. Mm. That'd be great. Yeah. And you can, you can go on, because it's like smack bang in the middle of Australia, so you can go to other places easily. Yeah. Easily, you know? Yeah. Can travel to Byron Bay, see Jade and Co. <laughs> Jade and the gang. Yeah. Yeah, very exciting. <laughs> Love it. Well, um, I'll say to the listeners, you know, get in touch if you have any movie recommendations. I have written down yeah. the ones that people have uh, have recommended, so we'll have a think about uh, which ones to do next. Yeah, sounds great. Um, but we've got through... We've done, you know what we've done I was thinking this we've done more episodes in series 2 than I kind of thought we had when I was looking through I was showing someone the episodes and I was like oh yeah we've done 1, 2, 3, 4 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 11, 12 13 yeah pretty, not bad pretty good mm. not bad at all um, but yeah so thanks for listening everyone and thank you please keep in touch mm-hmm. love it and yeah. We'll chat soon. Awesome. We'll chat soon. Will you stay on the FaceTime? I have some gossip. So. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I don't have interesting, juicy gossip, guys. Don't worry. I just like to say that to make myself seem interesting. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Catch Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com. Yahoo, of course. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye.